ranger's view. April. April is the month we traditionally associate with rain showers. But it's also the month that we traditionally associate with the birds nesting. And not only those wild birds will be making lots of noise and laying their eggs, but also those free-range chickens will be in full production this month. So you'll hear a lot of clucking if you're anywhere near a farm of chickens. April derives its name from the Latin aperia. And this means a word really that describes the opening of a leaf. In pagan times, they used to celebrate this amazing time in the year when everything started to come to life. And they uh, worshipped the goddess Iostra. Now, the Christians came along and they, they saw this period of time as uh, a time to celebrate uh, the resurrection of not just the, the world coming to life again after it's been dormant, but of the resurrection of mankind, and it's very much associated with Easter and Jesus Christ's coming. So, again, they adopted this old name of the, of the old pagan goddess, but they changed the name to Easter. Farming the Downs. April is a very busy month for the farmer. They'll be out there ploughing, harrowing and drilling and sowing the seed. But of course, if it gets wet, they have to be careful and not take too heavy machinery out. Otherwise, they'll end up uh, pushing the ground down and the water then sort of staying um, where they don't want it in areas of the field. And it can uh, affect drainage uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the field system. From a conservation point of view, we would like the farmers not to um, be overstocking their fields with too many livestock because this can actually cause um, problems and trampling on birds' nests like the skylark and the lapwing. Up on high. Up on the downs, it's a good month to look out for the pale yellow flowers of the cowslip. In olden days, it used to be known as Bunch of Keys because it resembled a key and the legend says that St Peter was at the gates to heaven when he was told that the duplicate pair of keys had been made. He was so shocked that he dropped the keys. They fell down to the ground and they hit northern Europe. And from that moment, small flowers with little yellow flowers actually appeared from the point where the keys had fallen. And they were known as bunch of keys, later to be known as cowslips. And they've been spreading across northern Europe ever since. Another flower to be looking out for on the downs, but more in our wooded areas, under ash trees, is the dog's mercury. Now, the dog's mercury gives off a pretty awful smell, um, doesn't look very exciting, and uh, generally is avoided. Uh, and there's a reason for this as well. But uh, its name, dog's mercury, well, the mercury part comes from the Roman god Mercury, the god of messages. And... The dog part came from a very unusual source in that it was thought that uh, only a dog could actually eat this plant. Now, this isn't true. You see, if you forced a dog to eat this plant, it would not only be very sick or probably just die. Um, wild animals seem to sense that it's a very poisonous plant and avoid it. 
And of course, this doesn't really help the plant, really, um, if it was going to be uh, pollinated and things like that. Most insects avoid it, but luckily for this one particular plant, midges love it, so it is pollinated. So think of undesirable plants and undesirable insects, and they seem to get on just fine. Exploring the woodland. It's a busy time out in the woodland this uh, month. Uh, lots of birds' nests going on. But if you look down towards the ground, you may come across the white flowers of the wood anemone. This is a, a very pretty flower, but it's extremely unusual in that its other country name is the wind flower. And that, it gets its name really, the wind flower, because it waits for a very strong wind to come through the woodland before that it can be able to actually come out into flower. So it's an interesting quaint country name that actually tells you about its process of actually coming into flower. Now another flower to look out for, which is more difficult to find, is a very camouflaged green flower. And it's known as Mochatel. And Mochatel refers to the fact that it has this beautiful musk scent to it. But also has a lovely country name, Town Hall Clock. And on inspection, this becomes rather obvious that it does look a little bit like a town hall clock in that it has four clock faces on each side, so that's your east, west, south and north. But just to be extra clever, clever, it has a flower on the top, just for luck. The Greeks named this plant Adoxa, and this meant without glory. And this really refers to the fact that it's a beautiful flower on close inspection, but quite often because it's green and camouflage, it's often overlooked. So keep your eyes out for that one. It's well worth looking out for. Out on the Heathlands. Things are starting to hot up on our heaths and they're becoming much warmer. And one of the insects that takes great advantage of this is the green tiger beetle. Now this is a very beautiful insect on close inspection with its beautiful metallic green wings. However, it is probably the most ferocious predator we have in the UK. It has large jaws and it has the speed of two feet per second and it uh, is a very formidable predator. It will feed on lots of small insects. It loves small caterpillars and it doesn't mind taking on a few ants and winning. So, hold it in mind. It's a very beautiful thing, but it's very dangerous to all those other little insects. Now, another thing that will be taking advantage of that warm weather will be, well, the family of the, the reptiles. Um, you'll, you'll see quite a few of these on the, on the heaths, but uh, probably one of the more... Um, likely ones you're going to see is the common lizard and you'll see them basking out on sandy areas on, on banks and so on and it'll be taking advantage of all that sun and it needs that sun to warm its blood and it's very important this time of the year more than any other time in that it it needs to do all its processes it needs to it needs to mate this month so it needs to get warm 
But of course, one of the biggest problems it has is that it has to lie out there catching the sun, which makes it vulnerable to predators like birds of prey and so on. So it has to be careful, but it's totally reliant on that sun, on that hot heath. Down on the farm. At last, our meadows have come alive. The grass is really coming up now, and it's nearly a foot high, and we're starting to see flowers appearing on the grasses. But one of the prettiest flowers that you'll see at this time of the year has to be the cuckoo flower. The cuckoo flower comes with the arrival of the sound of the cuckoo. And also, it gets a lovely other country name, Lady's Smock, because the flowers resemble pink uh, milkmaid's um, smocks. That's the best way to describe it. And it has a, a beautiful fragrance to it and it looks beautiful out in the meadow. It is actually a member of the Cress family and has a very strong peppery taste as well. Now, another thing that's attracted to it later on in the year has to be the orange-tipped butterfly. It's probably one of its main favourite food sources, is the lady's smock. And it will lay its orange eggs on the stem and as the caterpillar emerges from the egg it will then start to chomp away through this plant. So keep your eyes out for the orange tip towards the end of this month and it will always be feeding in the meadow areas and usually on the cuckoo flower. In the valleys In our wetter areas, this has to be the month for the willow. Now, there are many varieties of willow, as I'll explain, and it's a very complicated family to identify. First of all, the first rule is that you have male flowers on separate trees and you have female flowers on separate trees, and they look different from one another. Then you have a wide variety of willow trees, anyhow, on top of that, and then just to top it all off, they go and hybridise. So there are even more varieties of willow. But I suppose this time of the year we associate some of these willows with the lovely catkins, and some of them are called pussy willow. And one of the most useful uses of uh, willow is one of the willows known as osier. Um, it has lovely pliable uh, branches to it and has been used for thousands of years um, to make baskets. And another willow, which has only come about more recently, um, but it's quintessentially uh, English, is the cricket bat willow. And this is associated, and it's a hybrid actually, but it's actually planted beside our village greens and then is used to make our traditional cricket bat. Next month is May, and everything will be coming alive then out in the woods. And if you're lucky, if you find a nice piece of woodland, Look out for the blue hues of bluebells on the forest floors. A ranger's view is an Ordemus production for the South Downs Joint Committee. <laughs>